0: So we've been watching a show, very cute show, a homosexual show, a
1: homosexual show called Heartstopper. It is adorable.
0: It's definitely geared towards kids, but it's, I don't know. I mean, it's about like high schoolers, schoolers. right? But I don't think it's like geared toward kids necessarily. But it's like it's it's you know it's it's family friendly so far. Super family
1: friendly, very wholesome, kicking well, your feet and giggling kind of story. Yeah,
0: it's it's really cute, it's very heartwarming. It really is like, "Oh my god, there's butterflies in my stomach." Like right. type of like it's just the first season is very wholesome. Right. Now that being said, <laughs> second season gets a little bit weird. The second season is not as family friendly as not as wholesome. It gets into like a lot of like I don't know, darker issue. Like all the characters are having like mental health crises. Right. But so essentially the plot of the story is there is an
1: out gay kid. The main characters, the only ones that I feel like we need to explain to you is an out, the only out gay kid at his all boys school. And he gets sat next to some jock in his, what is essentially homeroom. It takes place in England. Um, and he
0: develops British homeroom,
1: British homeroom. He develops a crush on this boy. Who's the captain of the rugby team, yada, yada, yada. And he's nervous that the guy doesn't like him back.
0: Woohoo! He does. And
1: they start dating.
0: Like, it's actually pretty un. like, it's pretty uncomplicated how it all works out. Right. Like, like they just like, he meets this guy and he's instantly friendly, very, yeah. very open, very friendly guy. He's like, Oh, you want to hang out more? let's right. I you know I'd
1: love to hang out. He, I'd love to
0: hang out all the time.
1: He catches the secret boyfriend of the main character, like assaulting him. Yeah. And he like intervenes and is like, yo, leave, leave Charlie alone. Charlie's the main character. Bushy brow. It's giving,
0: that's my friend. <laughs> right.
1: Those faggots are my friends. <laughs> but so anyway, but it
0: like, it, it goes, it's pretty wholesome. Like they get together, whatever. Second season.
1: Okay. And I just need for everyone to know, Charlie is a twink. Okay. They give this twink an eating disorder and I'm laughing my ass off because why did they have to give the bottom an eating disorder? (laughs) They literally said,
0: oh, twink. Okay. You never eat food. I honestly, and again, I want to preface this with, this isn't like a deep criticism. I like this show. I liked it so much. When they drop season three, we will be watching. Oh, the girlies will be watching. We'll watch the whole thing. But we'll probably watch it as soon as it comes out. That being said, I do think it would have been more interesting if they'd given the jock an eating disorder. You know, like those wrestling guys yes, who like a have a weight. who like bulk and cut and like they have a seriously disordered relationship with food. Like I think that would have been way more interesting considering like that character seems more secure. Right. You know? Um I think and, and it would have made sense because he's, like, really into rugby, too. Where, instead, they were like, yeah, the twink is an anorexic. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> and so, nothing about this was funny. I need to preface what I'm about to say with that. Like, nothing, nothing about this part was funny. But, mm. so, on Sunday. It's a
0: really emotional scene. Very emotional
1: to- scene. Yeah. On Sunday, we had gotten... Was it Sunday? No, it was, no, a, Tuesday. was, a, it was a Tuesday. It was, we, we it
0: was a Tuesday. We got Tuesday or Thursday, I think.
1: Blitched. Okay. <laughs> we just started drinking when I got off work and we didn't stop. Okay? We got fucked up. <laughs> club going up on a Tuesday. And we're watching the end of the show. We're finally finishing it. And spoiler alert, if you're watching Hard Stoppers and you don't want to hear this, it's I mean, it's not a huge spoiler, but like we've already spoiled it. I guess we kind of did.
0: True. All right, well, fuck you. Watch
1: it anyway. It's a cute show. It Honestly, so-
0: this is not the type of show where... This is not a suspenseful moment. They've been seeding it since the first season. Yeah. um, It's very obvious through the second season. Like, this... Of all the things that happen in season two that are surprising and are like, oh my god, I really wanted that to happen. This isn't one of them. So, the main characters are doing some kissing.
1: It's after prom. And the he decides to confront Charlie about his eating disorder, not in like a confrontational way. I shouldn't maybe not have used the word confront, but more in
0: like a, a, I want to help you, please. Can you like talk to me about what's going on? Cause I'm like really in the dark. And so he
1: asks Charlie and Charlie like confesses to, you know, it's more than what I've let on. It really is. I'm not just forgetting to eat. You know, I just, I hate myself. So I don't eat. And then at this point, I'm on the cusp, okay? The show has just taken such a serious turn. I'm laughing a little bit because mm. it's just, like, so out of... I mean, it's not out of left field, but it's just, like, what went from it's them like, happy dancing with their friends in the living room post-prom turned into a sob fest of, like, I have an eating disorder. Yeah, And then I lose it. I absolutely... I laugh harder than I've maybe ever laughed in my life. When Charlie looks at him and says... I used to cut myself sometimes.
0: (laughs) Like, it wasn't enough that they gave this twink anorexia.
1: He's also a cutter! (laughs) He's He's also also a
0: cutter! (laughs) (laughs) And so... and, And, like, okay, I... This is this obviously makes us sound like terrible people that we're laughing about the concept of like a 16-year-old who like starves and cuts himself. Hey. But he's 15.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um It's not real, folks. It's okay. It's just cinema. That being said,
0: I need to remind everyone, Charlie's not real. And two, it's not it's it's not that I think having an eating disorder is inherently funny. Or that like cutting, cutting yourself, yourself is inherently really funny. funny that being said we were kind of like very because the show took such a dark turn so quick we were very like we were in the meta at this point right. we're not like plugged into this show as like oh i'm empathizing with the characters we're thinking about this from like a writer's perspective we're like okay so we made the bottom anorexic <laughs> right and a cutter and <laughs> he was
1: so anorexic he fainted
0: <laughs> literally and at some point like, the way, he, the tone and the way he said, I used to cut myself sometimes, it was very, like, middle school, like, right. um, looking for attention, and like, we, I don't know, it was like, one of us triggered the other one, and we were, like, l- like, sitting we, there, like, basically pissing our pants. We paused the
1: show so long from our laughter that this, like, loading screen came back on, like, it never us was out like, you're Netflix. not
0: still watching. Right.
1: I, it was bad. I, I was, like, crying real tears i was laughing i just kept anytime we were like starting to calm down i would put my hand on her her knee and i'd be like i used to <laughs> myself my sometimes
0: <sighs> sobbing listeners we were sobbing about this and the moral of the story is eating disorders and self-harm one are fucking- two
1: Taking the L Podcast. As always, I am Ray, joined, my, by, joined by my beautiful, beautiful co-host, Jay. That's me. Obviously, we've been gone for a long time, but you can't be mad because my dad died. It's true. So,
0: <laughs> and that's potentially the biggest L of all. Right. And so obviously,
1: I'm not going to like go into some great detail about it, but like, yeah, it was really sudden. It fucking sucked. And it sort of derailed my life for over the past month. So took some time away. We're back. Um, Thank you for everyone who's reached out. You've all been really nice and supportive. I'm very grateful. Um, I do. I did have something I wanted to say though. Not an L, but something that has been plaguing me for a minute. So (laughs) nothing about, you know, planning a funeral should be funny. But (laughs) Let me tell you about the funeral home director at the funeral home. Because my dad had been sick for a while. He wasn't, like, on the verge of death. This was really sudden and unexpected. But he had been sick for a while. His brother had just passed away. He had to do the funerals for both his parents. Like, death is something that he has been well acquainted with. A bunch of his friends had passed away. So him and my mom had had conversations about where he wanted to do his his, you know, wake. We knew that he wanted to be cremated. Just a matter of where we wanted to do like the celebration of life as it were. Thank you for coming by the way. And, um, uh, so he had picked out this funeral home. I just want to, she's talking to me, not like an angry comment to you. Like, thanks for coming. (laughs) But so, (laughs) so, um, we're sitting there with the funeral home director getting our arrangements in order. The guy is a little bit, there's something not quite, you know, I couldn't place it, but there was something off about him. All right. He was a little bit weird, a little bit insensitive. Tell me why my, it's me, my mom, my grandma and my brother. Cause the, my grandma live with my parents. So she's there. We're all there. And I make an offhanded joke, right. About, you know, we're trying to figure out what to put on my dad's, um, vault. They're called for when you get, and I make a joke that we should say my dad's name, loving father, loving husband, terrible driver. <laughs> now tell me why. And I get some laughs, by the way, from my, from my family, from the peanut gallery. <laughs> tell me why the funeral home director turns to me and says, was he Asian? <laughs> was he Asian? <laughs> was he Asian? And when my Asian friend came to the wake tell me why he said the funeral home guy was kind of side-eyeing me when I walked in (laughs) before I had told him the story.
0: (laughs) So before he even knew that he had said some shit like that, I actually think that makes it even better because if, uh, if he had just said, was he Asian? You know, there's the possibility that he's maybe like a equal opportunity racist. He just, he cannot let the opportunity to make a racist joke pass He's got a whole arsenal of them for, like, every race. No, he's got something special also for, for Asians. Asians.
1: This man is an anti a He is the person who's stopping them from stopping Asian A. <laughs>
0: he, 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 had, he had a counter month that was, like, more A-I-P-I-8. I <laughs> want to do more
1: of it. <laughs> he said, I'm anti-racist when it comes to every race. Except Asians. In fact, in I think we should go back <laughs> to the camps. Um, but anyway, so that was that. But also, <laughs> I don't know if this is an L, but like definitely a personal grievance. I found out that someone thought that I was rude and dismissive to them at the wake. And they said- At s- the wake? Right. Like, I'll, I'm so sorry. Next time my dad dies, I'll be more mindful of your feelings.
0: Like that's so crazy. They they didn't think you were charismatic enough. I wasn't. I wasn't doing enough for the crowd. I wasn't doing enough crowd work at my fucking dad's
1: funeral. <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. I was trying not to cry. Next time, you know, I'll I, again. I'll center your feelings when were it they like to was my it, dad's were, funeral. Were
0: they like mad that you like took a break, or were they like? They they thought that when they were talking
1: to me, I wasn't really listening. Which is probably true. I was thinking about the fact that my dad died.
0: (laughs) Nary but two weeks
1: prior. Right. Like, my, my whole ass father, who I was very close with, by the way, died unexpectedly. But I wasn't appeasing you enough at his fucking funeral. And it's not even someone who I'm close with. Which I feel like if it was, they wouldn't say some they shit like They wouldn't say that, that right? because they'd,
0: they would be centering your feelings during your vulnerable time. Right. And I had like a lot of
1: friends come. You obviously came. A lot of our friends came and, you know, it was really nice just to be able to catch up with everybody. But like, no, I mean, it was literally someone who I, I used
0: to know pretty well, don't anymore. Um, someone your age? Or no, no, someone older? older. Cause I was like, there's no way somebody that's like within five years of our own age said this. No, no. It was, um, one of
1: my, someone who knew my dad, an acquaintance of my father's. Okay. But yeah, he, he uh, he was like, he said something to somebody and they said something to my mom. And my mom was like, you tattled to your mom? Right. My mom was not mad at me, obviously. She was like, what the fuck? Why would you ever articulate that? How could you ever sit and think that and then say it out loud? Okay. Again,
0: I wasn't doing enough crowd
1: work at the fucking funeral. Not
0: only did they say it out loud, they said it to a third party. Right. They're now spreading rumors about you.
1: I think it was like the, the impetus of it was like telling my mom so that she does not associate with this person anymore. But like, yeah, him having the hubris. To make a comment to someone else who was there. Like, oh, I tried to talk to Ray... You know, she didn't. And I thought she was being very standoffish. Yeah, they were like, she was being kind of dismissive and rude. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to talk to you person I don't know very well after my... Like, that was the thing about it. Like, people kept coming up to me and, like, going on some long diatribes about how nice... And I know my dad. He was a great guy. He, he, he made friends everywhere. My dad knew... There was a lot of people that came through the funeral. He knew a lot of people. He was extremely popular. I love him, and I miss him to death. I don't need those people who I don't know to come up... Talk to me, you know, more than a few words. You know, more than I'm so sorry for your loss. Right,
0: I'm sorry for your loss. Let me know if there's
1: anything I can do for you, or here is the thing that I have done for you.
0: Right, or or like I wanted to share this, um, this like, because obviously people who are friends with your parents have a different relationship with their parents. They see a different part of that personhood than you do as like, um, somebody who's a family member and a child of theirs. So it's like I would even say like. Sharing a fun story about, like, uh, who he was and, like, what, how their relationship, like, maybe affected somebody else. Mm -hmm. Also appropriate. But, like, why are you trying to, like, why are you judging? Right. Like, this person's composure. Like, you're taking notes? They said she was a
1: score. She was uncouth at the funeral. (laughs) Like, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> that would be
0: that would be like saying, you know, I don't think the, the, the dress you're wearing is, is um, really uh, the best for this occasion. It's like, what? Right. What?
1: The fuck? Okay. What? But anyway, so that happened. Obviously, the biggest L of my life. And I'm still living it every day. And it sucks shit. But, you know, you take it one day at a time. So, no, no more of that. And if you laughed at that, just like we laughed at the inappropriate parts of Hard stoppers,
0: I'm glad <laughs> we're all the same. We're all the same terrible person. And <laughs> the end of the day, you know, speaking of this, isn't really an L well, it is kind of, um, it's an observation. Okay. Uh, so it's speaking of being rude right. or being perceived as rude. So I don't know how else to say this, but like, I work with a lot of black people and there's something that, we do culturally or there's something that we say um, and they're like, it's, it's almost universal. Okay. If you, and I, I think you can probably guess what it is. If you go into a room that somebody, you know, vaguely or not even like, you don't even have to know them that well. If you go into a room that somebody else is in and you don't say anything to them and there's person that's black, what are they going to say to you?
1: What are they going to say to you? Yeah. I don't know. I actually don't know. You don't speak. (gasps) (laughs) Okay. I did know. I just didn't want to say it and sound racist. No,
0: no, (laughs) no, no, no. It's you don't speak is right up there with who all going to be there. Right. right? That's
1: the important that if you had asked me if you're invited to a function, what is
0: the the first question question you need to ask before you agree to go? Who all going to be be there? there? (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, the, the both of these phrases, not stereotypes, folks. It's true, <laughs> and it's like even me, and I'm a very like, uh, and I and I, uh, the two people I work with are like from Chicago, like so they're very like Chicago culture black, which is his own thing, but, um. You know, I was obviously raised in the suburbs and I, we joke about it all the time at work. I was like, no, I'm very like, I'm very like suburban black because my, my parents decided that that was going to be their personality was being suburban black. And so that's kind of, that has permeated into me. Now I can kind of code switch between the two if necessary, but who all going to be there and you don't speak. You don't- Those are phrases that are ingrained from birth. The ancestors <laughs> whisper it down to you, um, no matter where you're raised. That being said, <laughs> I don't like to greet people before they say something to me. And there are certain situations where I don't want to say anything to somebody else at all. Right. Um. So for example, this is at work. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I arrive at work, and I'm, I- I'll am i tell you, I've got earbuds in, all right? Because I've, I've just gotten off the train or I'm getting out of an Uber or something like that. I've got earbuds in. There's something playing on my phone. I'm watching a video, listening to an audiobook, listening to music. Something's going on. And I'm making a beeline for the punch clock, okay? Every second that I am inside my workplace and not clocked in right. is a horrible second. <laughs> because why am I... This far out of my damn way. I don't live anywhere in your work. Uh, Why am I this far out of my damn way for free? Right. No. Right. Right. I will not be caught dead in my workplace. Not on the clock. (laughs) Doesn't matter what I'm doing. I need to be clocked in. (laughs) I need to be paid for every second. And so when people try to greet me before I get to the clock, like the, the, the punch clock, I'm like, girl, wait. I'll come back through. I'm gonna be here for the next eight hours. Right, right. Like you don't, I don't need to be greeting you now. Right, I'll greet you when I'm getting paid to greet you. I will greet. you. Yeah, exactly. I'm like those hellos need to be on the clock, baby. Right. Uh, I will not be saying hello to my boss until I am being paid. <laughs> um, and the thing is, it, it's for everybody. This is my, this is my boss. My coworkers like I'm not gonna say hi to you until after I've clocked in. Now, most people. Who work with me are now kind of accustomed to this they kind of know that i'm like because again if somebody says hi to me i will always respond back oh hi or if somebody's like hey how how's it going what like um how are you like i'm like hey i'm good i'm fine i'm by you know like i i'm not gonna stop and talk to them because again i have something to do um but i i'll always respond back right but i'm not gonna offer a hello to you even if we lock eyes I'm going to continue on my way, especially if I'm like trying to change into my uniform. Cause people are always like, you don't speak. I'm like, y- you see, I'm not wearing my uniform shirt right now. Right. Don't you think I have something to do? Right. You know what I do here. Right. Like, so one of the, um, one of the line cooks approached me about this the other day. I was talking to, uh, the, the, like, the person who I'm actually, like, closer with, and, um, we're having a conversation, um, about a friend of mine from college who was, like, the surprise gay. Mm, That's a whole thing. Anyway, (laughs) um, and he comes up and he says, you know, he gives me, he gives me the, um, like, uh, you don't speak, and it's super standoffish, and I'm like, uh, like, he's like telling this other coworker cause we're all now we're all three engaged in the conversation. He's like, yeah, you're, you like lock eyes and stare at me and then like say nothing. No. Um, I'm like, okay, well that's, that's an exaggeration. I look at you for maybe two seconds, avert my eyes, uh, like a creature and scurry along. Okay. Like, um, and, uh, if you say something to me, I'll be like, hey, oh, hey, yeah, I'm, <laughs> like, um, and so, uh, but my coworker who has known me for months, she chimes in and she's like, no, that's just how Jay is. <laughs> um, I- I'm like, she's like, don't be disrespectful. That's just the Jay way. Like, and uh, at a certain point, I'm like, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta like, I'm like autistic about this. Okay. Right. Like,
1: and so, I'm not changing my way of being just for you, motherfucker. Right, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> th-
0: therapy speak, I'm not masking for you, okay? <laughs> um. And so, at a certain point, I was just like, I was just like, you know when someone's kind of weird? Like, someone's just kind of a little freak, okay? Like, somebody's just, and you know, and it's not about you. It's just like, they're just a little bit weird, and they do things in a strange kind of way. Right. And like... <laughs> They, they both found this funny. Um, so I kind of got out of that conversation um, and got out of that particular confrontation. But it's like, It's so true. And I will not be going out of my way to say hi to you now or ever.
1: (laughs) I mean, we, we live together sometimes. Like I wouldn't know you were home and I'd be like, Oh, Hey. And you'd be like, "Ah!" (laughs) just walk away. (laughs) I'd be like, yep. That's, that's just the way things
0: are in this household.
1: (laughs) Like, I'm not going to sit here and complain about the shit. Like
0: it is what it is. (laughs) I'm very cat. Like in that sense, like when I want to, to, uh, engage with you, I will do so. Right. right. Like I, if, if I wanted to speak with you and we had many such conversations, I'd hover in your doorway and I'd be like, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it would alert me to the fact that she wanted to have a conversation at which point I stand up and we awkwardly stand her on one side of the doorway, me no, on the other. You'd sit on
0: the bed and um, I'd stand yeah. in the doorway yeah. and we proceed to talk for the next 30 to 45 minutes.
1: Right. We could just move to the living room where we could both sit. Yeah. <laughs> No, but that's if you've ever had a roommate or currently have a roommate, you know, those hallway talks mm-hmm. that just sort of happen <laughs> just in a weird location. In the house. It's a sacred space. Right. And it's like, I, you know, neither one of us wants to commit to the living room. Neither one of us well, wants that's a to whole end the whole excursion.
0: Right. It's like, I don't know how long this conversation is going to last. It could be five minutes. It could be an hour. Right. And then it's like,
1: if we've committed to the couch,
0: now we got to find a show. Right. Now it's my whole evening. Right. Um, now we're well, getting drunk at two p.m. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, and it. I guess it depends uh, on the person, right? Um, but because because we like each other a lot, right? Like if we're committing to the, uh, if we're committing to um, engaging in conversation, like it doesn't have to stop. Like we can fully entertain ourselves for hours at right. a time. Right. Like
1: we'll just play music and start singing.
0: Right. Like, <laughs> if nothing else, we'll, 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 we'll start uh, belting out an Eminem song. Right. Like, it
1: doesn't have to be content. Right. <laughs> but when it is content, that's when it's the podcast. So, speaking of that, there we got to talk
0: about something. This is so fucked up.
1: We got to talk about this fucking story.
0: The fucking cake situation. The cake
1: situation. I'm sure most of you have read it by now. Because, because
0: it's all over Twitter, and I know all of you fucks are on Twitter.
1: But it's deeply disturbing to me. And the way that you have all lost your collective mind. We're going to tell you why you're wrong about the cake story and one of our favorite segments on this podcast. Am I am the, I the asshole? asshole? So this comes from the r slash am I the asshole subreddit. That is titled, Am I the Asshole for Being Honest with My Girlfriend When She Asked a Question About the Birthday Cake She Made Me.
0: Now, this is the original post. It got screenshot and put on Twitter by a popular account. But, like, this is, like, the Reddit post. And I gotta say, it's the first
1: time in my life I've seen Reddit be so right and Twitter be so wrong.
0: Because this happens a lot where, like, am I the assholes make it from Reddit to some other platform, usually Twitter... Where, um, obviously Twitter people will discuss in the comments, uh, and Reddit people are the ones who are saying whether or not they're the asshole. Not always correct. No. You'd think, am I the asshole? Like, these people are, like, this is what they do all day? Mm, Sometimes the the turn of public opinion is baffling. Right. We'll get to a Reddit post on am I the asshole, and it's like, you all have brain worms. Mm -hmm. Like, but in this case, uh... God bless no, him. It's, it's Twitter correct. that's got the brainworms Right.
1: So the post reads, I, 34 male, had a birthday just yesterday and my girlfriend, 36 female, offered to bake me a cake. I told her that I would prefer a chocolate cake, devil's food with chocolate icing and nothing fancy. She is usually a great baker. And I guess she thought that wasn't sophisticated enough or something. She baked me a chocolate cake with vanilla icing between the two layers of cake, then surrounding in chocolate frosting.
0: So she did put chocolate frost. I'm going to kill myself. She gave him exactly what he asked for. She, so to put this to, okay. We just have to keep. She, she made a chocolate cake with chocolate frosting. Right. And she just also included vanilla. Because that actually gives it a better flavor profile. It does. It's not a vanilla cake at all. No. It's a chocolate cake with chocolate frosting. And if you looked at the cake, you would see, oh, this is a chocolate cake with chocolate frosting. Exactly what I asked for. Right. I just want to preface that. Because so I missed that line when I first read this, that it had chocolate frosting. Right. This was a. This was exactly what he asked for.
1: The cake was fine, but I was disappointed because it was not what I wanted. Okay, pause again. He was disappointed, not because it wasn't good. Not because it wasn't delicious and he loved it, but because it wasn't exactly what he demanded his girlfriend bake for him.
0: Well, the thing is, she gave him something extra. Right. Because I just want to point out, she adhered to the prompt. Right, she did. She made a chocolate cake. Nothing fancy. With chocolate icing. Nothing fancy. If you were to cut this cake in half and have two cakes Uh, with like the vanilla frosting face down on like a a plate or something you have exactly what he wanted right right exactly she just also embellished and added something else right she does um, freestyling
1: on the cake to make
0: it better that's like if somebody's like I just want a cake and you give them a cake with a ribbon and they're like right you know I hate ribbons
1: right and it's like (laughs) bitch bitch you ribbon hating freak motherfucker I'm gonna take this ribbon off the cake and I'm gonna hang you with it (laughs) bitch but let's continue on because it gets worse she must have asked she must have noticed and asked me if i was disappointed so i was honest with her yes i was disappointed it wasn't the cake i asked for i said and i quote if i wanted vanilla in a cake i would have asked for vanilla in a cake i want to stab this man in the neck what and now tell me how twitter was so wrong about this If I wanted vanilla in a cake, I would have asked for vanilla in a cake. He's rude. And the fact that she was alerted to the fact that he was upset about it means he was sitting there, like, moping about the damn cake. But let's just keep going. I didn't make a scene. Liar. I didn't pout. Liar. Why would she ask if you didn't? Why would she ask if you didn't?
0: You know, when people normally just eat cake and you don't even have to eat the whole slice, right? Because most people eat less than they are served when they are given someone's birthday cake.
1: i I didn't eat a full piece of cake at your birthday because I was full as hell from the good ass dinner. Like
0: I don't even remember having a cake at my birthday, to be honest, girl, we had two cakes at your birthday. Did we have two cakes? We what had- were-
1: where are the cakes? We had one that had strawberries as a filling. <gasps> oh, at my relative's
0: house. Yes, girl. Yes. I forgot about that shit. Those were good cakes. Uh, yeah. Even I, and I was the birthday person. They got those cakes for fucking me. Even I, I, I had like a fork full of each cake. Right. That was it.
1: <laughs> and because we had- And they it, were good cakes we and had, I liked them
0: We both. had eaten so much fish at the function. Oh God, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, but let's continue on. She got upset with me and said, but I've made vanilla cake before and you liked it. I pointed out that I don't mind vanilla icing, but it's not what I wanted for my birthday. Her feelings were hurt and she even pulled a, I'm not going to make you any cake next year, which I replied with, I will order my own and get my money back if they don't do it like I want it. Apparently that was the last straw. She asked me to leave, later texted me that I embarrassed her, Pause because this is a line that I missed the first time I read it that I think is crucial to the story. She texted me that I embarrassed her in front of her kids. And now she won't reply to my messages. He was acting like a baby in front of her babies. But he keeps going. I think birthdays are important things. And I feel like I was honest with her when she asked me. I didn't want to lie about it. My friend told me I should have been grateful that she made me a cake at all. Go, friend. Especially one that I've eaten and liked in
0: the past. That's crazy, though. It'd be one thing if, like, you were kind of weird because she gave you something you genuinely disliked. Right. That maybe she accidentally stumbled upon. Like, maybe, um, you're, like, for example... Were this me, and I had a friend who baked, which I do not. Uh, but
1: let's say I'm let's, good in, with the oven. Let's see. Say- <laughs> Call me Hitler the way I be working that oven. Let's
0: let's say she can bake. <laughs> let's, anyway, let's say, let's say she can bake, and um, she's like, okay, what kind of cake do you want for your for your birthday? And I'm like, oh, I could do carrot cake. I could do, uh, you know, regular yellow cake with vanilla frosting. But I know, I could, know, do, a bitch I hates could chocolate. I could do like cream cheese or whatever. But I hate chocolate. And I know that.
1: I've known that about you since we were babies. Right. I know you this do is, not like I've chocolate. I've been very
0: consistent about this.
1: If your whole family knew it, no chocolate upon any of... They get, they freestyle with those cakes. No chocolate on any of those cakes.
0: I gave them basically no direction, and they got really creative with those cakes. They were No good. chocolate. They there were good-ass like, cakes.
1: One of them had like pumpkin spice. Yeah. Because uh, your birthday's close to Halloween. Yeah. So, it, you know. It was
0: probably easy to get. But, like. But it was yeah. so good. And Both it, cakes were multiple so Multiple tiered. And I. Who requests a strawberry cake? That's not normal. Right. But they got a multi-tiered strawberry cake with whipped frosting. That bitch was so delicious. Oh, my God. I would not have instructed them to get that we cake. We
1: had they, so much left over. We had cake for weeks yes, in our we house. Yes, brought, we brought some
0: home. Oh. so good. But, yeah. So. Like, if 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 it were my birthday and somebody gave me, like. Uh, chocolate cake despite the fact that I hate chocolate maybe I would be a little upset about it because it's my birthday and it's like I I, you didn't have to give me anything if you were gonna get me something I actively didn't like but the fact that like she knew he had eaten this before and And had no problem with it right and liked it liked it uh so she thought hey it's probably gonna be safe to add it to the cake that he did want Mm -hmm. and she followed the instructions on the parts that he Asked for, it was a chocolate cake with chocolate chocolate frosting. frosting. (laughs) But you all have a damn lost your minds because
1: tell me why I saw a woman on Twitter talking about how it's a colonial mindset to demand that he be grateful for the cake. He didn't ask for Despite the fact that he got exactly what he asked for a colonial mindset, bitch. Have you lost your mind?
0: (laughs) I just think I'm like, if I have to give somebody the benefit of the doubt, I think there are two points that a lot of people overread. Right. Was two layers of cake surrounded in chocolate frosting. I missed that. It's at almost, the beginning. It is almost precisely what he asked for. Yes. The vanilla is just an add-on. Right. Everything else is exactly If you cut out the middle layer, it's exactly what he asked for. And it okay, but
1: and and the other thing was that he's he said to her, "If I wanted a vanilla cake, I would have asked for vanilla in the cake. That is so grossly inappropriate to say to your girlfriend. Like every year my mom makes my birthday cake or my birthday cupcakes, whatever she makes a little bit wrong. She'll ask me what I want and I'll tell her she'll make it a little bit wrong. Do I ever, but they're like good though. They're good. So I don't complain. Them. <laughs> I would never ever look at my mom and be
0: like, bitch. Get back in the kitchen and make me a better <laughs> carrot cake. Sorry, like, why are you? You know that, like, especially when they make it by hand, it's like you know this is an act of love. Right? They're 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 not going out and because it's fine to go out and buy somebody cake, but like they're they put they took hours out of their day to do this for right. you, and like, I don't know. It, it's just so it's so silly because it's like, why are you treating your girlfriend like she's like your customer service you know what i mean like not that i think you should be rude to customer service but this sounds like something a rude customer would say after having paid for something not after having lovingly received something for free from their girlfriend
1: and that's why the comparison like oh next year i'll just go buy a cake and return it if they fuck it up is like Okay, but that's so not what really happened, though. you really think she's,
0: like, your customer service agent. Right,
1: like, she is your personal baker, because that is not what just happened. <sighs> so there's that, but also, like, the way that he must have been... He, oh, he fucking admits that he ate around the vanilla icing like a child. Like a child. Sitting there. I know he had the biggest frown on his face in the world. He was going,
0: Ugh,
1: uh. <laughs> like putting a little bit of the vanilla in his mouth and going <laughs> <laughs> like you are the biggest you are so bitch made you are so bitch made 34 years old 34 years old acting like a damn pussy when it comes to your birthday cake like grow the fuck up bro grow
0: the fuck up like that um the guy from the and who was her sister right grow up bro, bro grow up Dude, the east. grow up bro <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 dumb. But like everybody on Twitter was like, if it was me and I didn't get what I wanted, I would have stabbed birthday. her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's literally what the caliber of like line of they're like
0: you the should was. force people to pretend they're grateful just because somebody went to an effort for them is like well yeah maybe you should maybe you should though like I you just think as a society we've reached a point where uh the girlies have the girlies have gotten to like. You know, you don't have to be nice to other people. Right. No. And it, I and blame it's just, therapy. It's <laughs> <just> <laughs> straight up. I blame therapy for that. I, it's just, Right. It's just like, there's a difference between they'll the, call it self care. Yeah, to be, like, fucking not concerned about the well-being of others at all. And I don't like, have
1: the space right now to deal with that. And it's like, yeah, you do, though. So. Yeah, and, like, the way,
0: people, the way people talk when they do, like, the therapy speak or whatever, I'm like, you don't even like your friends is what I'm hearing from Precisely. this. Precisely. Like, you, because I,
1: I, like, did you see the video of the- I'm pulling it up right now, the Starbucks gift card. Not the Starbucks gift card girl. Is that not what you were talking about? Yes, oh it girl, is what okay. I'm, talking about. I'm so glad we but, are on the
0: same wavelength. But but continue. Just play the video and I'll make the point. Okay. My friend at the gym the other day, she said it was her birthday that day and I was like oh my gosh like happy birthday and in my head I'm thinking oh I could bring her a Starbucks card tomorrow morning and say it was like a belated birthday gift or all those things but I was like oh if I drive to Starbucks and get something and do the effort like that's all extra time that my yes there is going to be a no to a priority I actually have and so I kind of take it through the lens of my yes somewhere is always a no somewhere else and what is actually a priority here like (laughs) I work during the week so those times with my kids are precious mm-hmm. do I really want to take that away yeah and in my head it's like happy birthday saying that is enough Okay. now I will say this she did say friend at the gym right so maybe not they're close. not that close right?
1: I have, but gym, they were, I have gym friends because I go to the gym every like four days a week, five days a week. Yeah. So I have acquaintances at the gym who right. I talk to if we're there at the same time. I wouldn't consider them friends.
0: Right. right. But clearly they're friendly enough that when upon hearing it's this person's birthday, her gut reaction is like, I need to run out and get this person a gift card. Right. So it seems like they're pretty you know, friendly. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not like, we go and meet up, we make like time for each other outside of this right right they're friendly enough that she's like oh let me get her something cute you know like it it probably would have been like a 10 15 gift card you know nothing crazy (laughs) but like the the whole concept of this of of, like like using therapy speak to justify why you don't want to go out and get this fucking starbucks gift card for your acquaintance
1: can we start with i work during the week bitch who Who doesn't bitch Everybody works during the week. You are not special in that regard.
0: How do you think she's affording this gym membership? my, like, my
1: God, this girlie is also working during the week. Okay,
0: we all work during. Also, you're like I like time with my kids. Blah blah blah. I'm like, Bishop- and yet here you are. At the gym and not with your children. right? It's like,
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. It's like, I I can't even imagine your gym is more than five minutes from any Starbucks. Literally. I'm like,
0: every gym is five minutes from a Starbucks.
1: I, when I heard about the pumpkin spice latte on my way home from the very gym was like, okay, it's here. I need to get it. I need to take the extra. I need to walk the extra half mile to get to the Starbucks, than to go home. And I did it. Literally. I'm like, I also have other priorities in my life. Like, but I still (laughs) made time for, for myself even like,
0: right. And it's, it's my, my gym is across the street from a fucking Jewel Osco that has what a Starbucks in it. Like, which smart choice, right? Smart choice. But nonetheless, I'm like, it could not have been that hard. No. To 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 acquire this gift card. You could take your kids with you to Starbucks. Get them a fucking scone. Literally. Like it'll be a fun day out for all of you. And while you're there getting your coffee which you probably drink if you know that this girl drinks coffee, um you can get one for yourself too. Right, also what? just
1: like, literally take your kids with you, bitch. It doesn't have to be like a like get your kids in the car, get them a fun little, get them a cake pop give them a fun little treat
0: like starbucks has so many like kid-friendly snacks right like get them a cake pop get them a scone it'll be fun it'll be you know easy um but people literally do use therapy speak to
1: justify their super antisocial behavior
0: like you are just a bitch right it's like there's there's overextending yourself and like genuinely like being a people pleaser to your own detriment in a way that's like okay, well, maybe you should see somebody about that because that's not normal. Right. Uh, Where you're, like, you're putting yourself in a worse situation all the time. But it's, like, to a certain extent, it's, like, are you responsible for the happiness of other people? Maybe you're not responsible for the joy of other people. Right. But you are responsible for not being a shit person. And, like, like, genuinely appreciating your friends. And in her case, it's, like, if you had just said... Happy birthday, it, it.
1: right? That would be fine. But it's the fact that you had to go to these lengths to justify like, oh, that's time and I, I thought about be spending <laughs> with my kids. You dumb bitch.
0: Like, <laughs> the, the way that she went from like, I thought about doing something nice, but then I was like, you know what? I can't. <laughs> like, that's so pretentious, right? You're just trying
1: to justify being an asshole. Speaking of which, I think we need to also talk about. Small talk with your server, especially because you work in the service industry. There was a very viral tweet the other day, essentially. And I'm not going to pull it up because I don't think I need to. I can just. It
0: it said, I, I think I saw the one you're thinking of where it's like. Um, some people are so bad at small talk. Like I literally went up to the table and I was like, hi guys, how are you? And it, I was met with blank stares and silence for like a right. solid 30 seconds. Or
1: the other thing she complained about was that she'll say, hi guys, how every, how's everybody doing? And they'll say, uh, Coke, no ice. Instead of responding to the small talk. Just ordering the stuff. Yeah, they're the like, stuff. you
0: are simply a vehicle. Right. Through uh, which I achieve my, <laughs> my drink and food order. Like... Relax. This person wants to give you as much food and drink as you wanna pay for. Right. It is in their best interest for that ticket to be as high as possible. Mm -hmm. So please don't worry about it. Your server deeply wants to know what you wanna drink. They really do. But it's like if they're stopped to say like, How are you doing? Right. Like they're it's also like and I think that people who don't work in the service industry maybe don't know this but it's like it's also a temperature check on the table right like the way in which you respond tells that server either directly or indirectly whether you're having a good day whether you're having a bad day whether you are one of those like cheeky tables who genuinely wants to talk and wants to like banter or whether you're like I'm just kind of here to eat and leave. Yeah. Like you don't need to like entertain me. Um, let's keep it professional. Let's keep it straight to business. Right. Like you don't even have to be creative with it. You could just say like, I'm fine. Thanks. Um, and that will tell your server. Oh, we're not going to be like, kiki- right. we're not going to be kikiing over dinner, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: But the way that people had this visceral reaction, they kept calling this, this, she's a server. Also autistic. I'm pointing that out because it's relevant to the story. Um, They kept telling her she was ableist because autistic people can't handle small talk. Which is like, I don't care how you could be the most autistic motherfucker to walk the earth. Mm -hmm. If someone says, hey, how are you? You can reply, fine, thanks, and then do your order. I'm sorry, I I worked with kids with severe autism. Mm -hmm. Probably misdiagnosed, but severe autism, I... Oh, some of my best friends have autism. They can grasp the idea that it's rude. Yeah, even I mean, if they don't understand why it's rude, they know that it is. Like you can also, say,
0: "Fine." Also, thanks. also like, also like, because I, I'm, I'm also kind of weird about when people ask me how, how, how am I in the opposite direction. I'm far too honest yeah. i don't treat it as a social convention someone will say how are you if i'm if nothing has happened to me yet that day i'll say eh i'm 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 okay right i'm fine you know where like most people will interpret socially that that means there's actually something wrong with you mm-hmm. i genuinely mean there's nothing of note to talk about right my day has not yet started i guess in terms of, like, a temperature check on my person, I guess I'm fine. I'm here. Right. It's, how's it going? It's going. I'm that type of bitch. Right. Right? Same. Like, or, I, like, I, if, I'm, if I'm genuinely having a bad day, I'll be like, ah, uh, not the best.
1: I'll, usually. Like I'll say it. Usually, if they're like, oh, how are you? I'll be like, oh, honestly, I'm having a bad day. That's why I'm here. I'm here to get drunk. Let's order some drink.
0: Right. Like, like. I'm 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 like more cuz the social convention you're not supposed to be honest. You're supposed to say I'm good, thanks. How are you? And they're supposed to say, "Yes, I'm good, thanks. Um now uh what can I get started for you?" Like that's what the that's what the right. conversation is supposed to be. When people ask me questions, I'm like I'm just so fucking honest. <laughs> like it's it's a disease, but like at the same time it's like autistic people may not like understand the social convention of like why are you supposed to lie just to like have something to talk about But they can understand the social convention convention of
1: having to give an answer
0: having been asked a question and that you need to respond and not stare blankly at this person you know what this question means right and that was like
1: they were berating this girly for like Days. days on the timeline i just couldn't even fucking fathom like and they kept saying, oh, we don't have to be nice to everybody on the street. And it's like, that's not even what this is about. This person is a server.
0: You came to their location of business. If
1: you are going out to eat, you should have the bare minimum manners. I genuinely... You Wait, need to like have the bare minimum a- manners. You need to tip. You need to be nice.
0: Yeah.
1: And Like, I'm always nice to my servers. Even if the service sucks shit. Obje- yeah. Even if the service objectively sucks shit, I give them a regular tip because their jobs terrible and i'm nice to them because i'm not a bitch i don't know what like that is the thing for me yeah. is i'm learning that so many people hate that they have to comply with these social conventions i don't i think that if we let these break down what kind of society are we living in like, if we can't even de- just be nice to our servers even cuz you don't know what's going on you don't know how shitty that workplace is right. like and i respect if you don't like your job if you don't really care about your job i get it me too <laughs> fuck fuck working i hate having a job it sucks so
0: you know but you look great thank you i just noticed you 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 have like your makeup done i'm like wow oh you okay so certified gay moment it is let me
1: let me tell you all something so her and i when we hang out we almost always just stay in and when i say stay in i mean hang out at my apartment because i hate leaving the house i leave the house once a day to go to the gym pretty much every day that's it my she's
0: borderline agoraphobic like right. she does not leave the house
1: i go for my runs and i go to the gym that's it i go i also make a pit stop at 7 11 Because there's one right around the corner to get my energy drink before my run, which is where almost all of my social interaction happens because there is a homeless man who lives at the 7 Eleven who always greets you when you go in and when you're coming out. And him and I chat a little bit. I usually buy him a drink or whatever. And um so that's like that, aside from when I'm at the gym at the same time as my gym friends, is like the
0: all the talking you've gotten done right
1: I mean well aside from my job but like that is like the thrust of my social interaction with like face-to-face human being right
0: except face face face-to-face yeah because your your job you talk to people virtually usually at some point in the day we'll have a conversation I'll give you a call I call her almost every single day
1: um we are those friends but speaking (laughs) of which she did call me today to figure out how we were going to record the pod and like what the vibe was going to be what we were going to do afterwards and she suggested that she take me somewhere And my response was,
0: (sighs) yeah, audible sigh to the point where I said, was that your uh, leaving the house
1: noise? It was my leaving the house noise. But because she presented the idea and she seemed keen on it, I did put on a cute dress that my grandma got me. (laughs) And I did do my makeup and my hair is still cute. So she was, she said, okay, if we're
0: going out, I'll get ready to go. I'll gather my vibes. Right. Okay. I will,
1: (laughs) I'm going out to the fields. I'm harvesting my vibes.
0: (laughs) No, but that's, that comes full circle because when it comes to like speaking at work to like people, like the, 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 like meaningless, whatever's. Mm -hmm. I'm gathering my vibes. right. That's why I'm like, I'm a responder. I'm not necessarily an initiator because what I'm doing right now is I'm gonna have to talk to people my entire shift. I'm yeah. gathering my vibes. I can't spend it on you right now.
1: That's like, okay, so I've been filling in for John Iderola. Congratulations, John. We love you so much. He had his baby. Oh, baby. Congrats. Ra- Raina.
0: Wow, that's a good name. We love it so much. You are I love when people pick like a good cute name for their baby right. and not like a fucking stupid name because like I feel like babies born after 2015, like there's a quarter there's like a quarter flip chance that you're going to have a fucking stupid name. Right. Like really dumb. Like like to the point where I I hear the name and I was like, "Wow." your parents hate you
1: right no reina beautiful name love the cutest baby i've ever seen in my life um we love it because i'll be honest if i see an ugly baby i'm not gonna tell you your baby's ugly but i'm gonna tell everybody i know that your baby's ugly i'll be i'll keep it real no cute fucking baby i
0: love when i see a genuinely cute baby like when somebody's like okay i just had a baby here's like a photo of my baby or whatever I mean, you have to be careful these days. Like you can't like post pictures of your kids online no, uh, because people are weird. Right. But like, you know, like when people do like have a genuinely like cute baby, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy for you because a lot of babies do come out real ugly.
1: Right. And no baby. Raina- now that being
0: said, if you have an ugly baby, listeners out there who maybe have had kids in the last couple of years, if you have an ugly baby, don't worry about it ugly babies usually grow out of it
1: right it's just a phase like,
0: it's just it's literally just a phase uh their bones aren't fully like in place yet like when i we'll was figured out when
1: i was a baby i had a head like gumby okay <laughs> it was uneven right <laughs> and now i'm a hot girl i so promise her
0: head is even now my head so is
1: normal except for the bump on my forehead but you can't
0: no see- one can see it except her
1: right no i mean okay but yeah so so your ugly baby will grow out of it. But anyway, I've been filling in for him a lot and this motherfucker does so much work. Okay. So he, I don't do this, but I've been filling in for him. He does a pre-show where he just does a YouTube live for like a period of time talking about the news and stuff. And then he does this whole hour and a half long show. He doesn't have commercial breaks like the other shows do. There is no break. It immediately goes from him And then there's a four minute break quotation marks where you read viewer comments and then it comes right back into the show. So there's not like a period to reset, have a drink of water, whatever that happens for an hour and a half. And it's like, and then he does the main show after at night. And I've been doing the same shtick, right? I've been doing his show, the main show girl, my vocal cords are dying. How does he do it? And like, it sucks because, you know, you, and as the presenter, you have a guest, you got to make sure you bring them in a sufficient amount. So from my perspective, it's like, okay, I have to entertain this whole audience. Also this other person, I got to make sure I'm sufficiently bringing them in. And when they're talking that I'm not disassociating, which is so easy to do. It's so easy to just space out and be like, okay, I got a temporary break, while you're fucking talking because man this
0: motherfucker just goes on and on <laughs> uh, especially for you because it's like I don't know I, I think I've gotten used to it over the years spilled all over myself <laughs> oh my God. like a baby with a bib <laughs> <laughs> she just missed her mouth folks
1: I <laughs> don't even know how to explain that I was looking at you and I tried to drink and then it drizzle down my breasts
0: <laughs> Dazz- uh, well my smile is dazzling of it course was, yes. um but like uh i i, th- I feel like I'm, I'm used to it now that like i know that like every couple of seconds uh like i have to do the adhd key jangle and like make sure i'm talking about something you're interested in <laughs> um because it's just like oh nope she's gone she's not listening <laughs> it's just like
1: i i am um, especially since i stopped getting my medication. For my narcolepsy, mm. girl, I'm somewhere else 90% of the time. Like, I'm trying to, like, refocus. The vitamins I'm taking, I think, are helping. Drinking an energy drink. You're
0: like, I got to go to,
1: herb, like,
0: herbal solutions. Right.
1: <laughs> something. I, I got to turn to Eastern medicine because I no longer have health insurance. Like, I got to figure something out. <laughs>
0: subscribe to the Patreon.
1: Right. Please help me get health insurance.
0: I would love to have health insurance. Please. Please. But okay. Anyway. I'll steal can- your man. I'll, 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 no, not steal your man. I'll I'll, Mr. Steal Your Girl and put you on my health insurance <laughs> through my <Ooh>. job. <laughs>
1: okay. But can we harken back to... We were talking about the birthday cake. Yes. I did want to mention that you and I are going to Vegas mm-hmm. because it did make me think like what have I gotten you for your birthday the past few years? I got you a very nice rug. Yeah. That I knew you wanted. Yes. And then this year I did take some liberties, but I I figured I know, I know you, I know that you love to drink (laughs) and we are going to Las Vegas. So I got us tickets to go on the happy hour ride on the promenade yes. at the link so the ferris wheel at the link hotel mm-hmm. we're gonna be getting drunk for free mm. well it's not for free but like you know as much as much as you can drink yeah. during the ride
0: so there's that. that 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 is one of my my driving forces in life where so. is the alcohol that i can drink as much left. as i can <laughs> you know uh some 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 people um you know people people drink for a lot of reasons some people um drink to escape or whatever i drink for the sport of it i drink for the fun of it like um (laughs) i drink because
1: i'm an athlete
0: like yeah i'm i'm like i'm a competitive drinker at this point
1: right um
0: like i it's 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 like it doesn't matter if i had a good day or a bad day or whatever like it's just like if it's the right day, if the vibes are aligned, yeah, okay, uh, then I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in there. I'm in the mix. I'm in the mix, and it's. Which, imp- I mean, it's it's kind of funny because like I only drink twice a week, right? I drink um, when I we pick, hang out. I pick like two different days, and you're usually there. Yeah, <laughs> but. Let's just say I do it very intentionally. Especially since I started working out a lot more, I'm like
1: I don't feel the need to drink as much because I've already done something with my day.
0: I don't yeah. know. And now I working out the way that it like boosts your self-discipline is crazy. Right, like Like you you go you you go to the gym at some point during like the first half of your day and it's like you can do whatever you want with the rest of the day because you're kind of like Well, I already accomplished one thing, so I might as well.
1: Right. And, like, that's the thing. Like, I I go to the gym first thing in the morning every single day. That's how I start my day. Which
0: first thing in the morning varies a lot.
1: Right. For For you. Because I get to set my own schedule. So it's like, but for the most part, usually I'm at the gym. I'm done before the Price is Right is over. And Mm -hmm. the Price is Right starts at 10 a.m., people. So before eleven, I'm done at the gym.
0: <laughs> you would know when The Price is Right is on. That seems like something that's like embedded in your DNA. It
1: is because my, my I mentioned earlier, my grandma lived with my family, but um she would always watch her she would watch her game shows and then she would watch her stories. So I know what times the stories are on. I know what times the game shows are on. I also know that um oh what what is the show with. Wayne Brady. It's the game show with Wayne Brady that comes on before The Price is Right, where you have to. What's behind curtain number three? It's
0: that show.
1: Let's make a deal.
0: Oh my god. So I even I know would that not show. have known that information because that's part of your lore, Any, not
1: mine. Anytime I'm at the gym and like the Steve Wilco show is on, I know I've started my day too late. <laughs> if I'm there and Maury is on, I fucked up majorly (laughs) like I got out of bed way too late so my problem is I run before I go to the gym right yeah I have to poop before I go for a run because otherwise I'll be halfway through a run and I have to give up I do because I have to poop too bad don't laugh it's a serious problem (laughs) it's a serious problem a runner shit (laughs) no it is so I have to make sure that everything I have excavated everything from my body. Iced coffee. See, that's one thing.
0: The coffee shit is unbeatable.
1: But I also, I have my vitamins and I take an iron supplement and it does essentially mm. the same thing. But I have to wait at home long enough to make sure it happens before I go work out. To have your BM. Right, because otherwise my run is cut short. <laughs> And there's nothing I can do about it. Cause it's like, what do you want you could run to the gym? I'm not like a marathon runner. I'm not going to, sh- I do run to the gym, but if you have to poop, you like, can't before you get to the gym. Like if I'm running and I sense that I have to poop real bad, <laughs> I can't just keep running. Cause it's only going to get worse and worse. I have to stop and walk to the gym. Lest I shit myself. <laughs> Alright, I'm not making this up. This is a real phenomenon. Runners gal- gallivant behind me, okay? <laughs>
0: I'm correct. I, I, I don't and would never run. My tits are far too large. Um, but I believe <laughs> you, I guess. Um Don't say
1: I I just got okay, so I just got a um my dad had before he passed away, purchased an uh stationary bike. And yesterday I brought it back from my mom's house. So I'm planning now of moving forward 30 minutes on the stationary bike in the morning. I feel like that's sufficient amount of time to make sure that I've moved enough to get everything out. <laughs> you got to uh, scale up your BM. <laughs> right. So that by the time I, I can poop afterwards, go for my run and then never encounter that problem again. It happened so bad the other day. I had to like penguin walk no! A mile to the gym. No! It was horrific. <laughs> I made it, obviously. In 20 minutes. I'm an adult.
0: <laughs> but, like, girl. You can hold a shit for a long time, actually. Not me. Really? I, I don't know what it is.
1: It's like, if I have to poop, I have to poop. I have to go. Mm. There's no,
0: you know. No, I can, I, I can cycle it for probably... An hour or two. I hate
1: you. I was taking deep breaths well, like, it's like, on my walk
0: to the gym. Like, you think you hold it and then you don't have to go anymore for a little bit? I haven't ever
1: felt that <laughs> in my life. It's, it, I cannot, it's not like that. It's like, oh, you it's have to like, go. You gotta go. Now. It's happening right. now. So
0: girls do poop. And At least the gay know. ones do. Only the gay ones poop. Straight women don't. The straight girlies are safe.
1: Great. They just throw it up or something. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. But it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the return episode of... What's the name of our podcast? Taking the L.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. I
1: knew the name. I was only joking. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon so that Ray can get health insurance. (laughs) Please. I really need my medication.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Please reach the Patreon. Um and don't forget to check us out. Follow us on Twitter at taking the outcod. Um, yes.